0: Chapter 13 of He. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bill Mosley. Publisher's Interjections. Read by Shalifa Malikam. Editor's Notes. Read by Nidu Ayur. Chapter 13 the perilous path forth we rushed into the darkness through the streaming deluge of that tropic clime for the seraphic frenzy had now come upon the mage in good earnest and all the thought-reader burned in his dusky eyes we presented indeed a strange spectacle for the mage in his silvery swathings held leonora by the hands and Leonora held me as we raced through the gloom. In any other city, our aspect and demeanor had excited attention and claimed the interference of the authorities. In Berlin, uhlans would have charged us. In Paris, grape shot would have plowed through our ranks. Here, they deemed we were but of the sacred race of thought readers, who by a custom of the strange people. Are permitted to run at random through the streets and even to enter private houses we were not even followed in our headlong career by a crowd for the public had ceased to interest itself in frenzied research for hidden pins or concealed cigarettes after a frantic chase jambret late the mage paused breathless in front of a building of portentous proportions how it chanced i have never been able to understand but as i am a living and honorable woman this hall had the characteristics of ancient egyptian architecture and that miraculous as it may appear in perfect preservation there are the hypostyle halls the two osirid pillars Colossal figures of strange gods in colored relief. There is the great blue scarab, the cartouche, the peshent, the peshut, and all that we admire in the Ramesseum of the ancient empire. But all was silent, all was deserted, the vast adamantine portals were closed. Jambray paused in dismay. Since I last gave an exhibition of mine art in these halls, said he, "'Twas in old forgotten days, in Bosco's palmy time, "'Much is altered. "'Open sesame!' he cried. "'But, curious to say, nothing opened.' At that moment a dark figure crawled submissively to our feet. It was old Pellmelli his instinct for copy had brought him on our track and he began as our representative i am commissioned jambray late asher turned from him and he fell still making notes prone on his face where we left him as the pace was too good to inquire the mage now reconnoitred carefully the vast façade of the hall of egypt and finally fixed his gaze on a perpendicular leaden column adorned with strange symbols through which for it was a rainy night raging torrents of water were distinctly heard flowing downwards to who knows what abysmal and unfathomable depths in this weird climate it was the familiar yet dreaded waterspouts with the feline agility of a catapult of the mountain began to climb the perpendicular leaden channel to which he had called our attention and of course we had to follow him it was perfectly marvellous to see the ease and grace with which he skipped and hopped up the seemingly naked face of the wall there were places indeed where our position was perilous enough And it did not add to our cheerfulness to hear the horrid roaring and gurgling of the unseen and imprisoned waters that poured down the channel with a violence which seemed as if they might at any moment burst their bonds. Helped, however, by certain ledges which projected from the wall beneath square openings filled with some transparent substance, on which ledges from time to time we rested, we arrived at the steep crest. And paused for repose beneath the leafy shade of the roof tree, Jambres lightly leading the way. Now, said Jambres, comes the most delicate part of our journey. So indeed it proved, for the mage began rapidly to divest himself of his mysterious swathings. Wrapper by wrapper he undid, cerement by cerement, till both Leonora and I wondered when he would stop. Stop he did, however, and, with a practised hand, shot his linen into one long rope, which he carefully attached to an erect and smoking pillar, perhaps of basaltic formation, perhaps an ancient altar of St. Simeon's Skylites. When all was taut, Gimbray approached a slanting slope, smooth and transparent, perhaps of glacial origin. On this he stamped and the fragments tinkled as they fell into unknown deeps. Then he seized the rope, let himself down, and from far below we heard his voice calling to us to follow him. Leonora and I descended with agility to some monstrous basin in the abyss—the pit, Jambre called it. Here Jambret met us and bade us light the railway reading-lamps which, as I forgot to mention, We had brought with us then jumping off with the lead he advanced along the floor picking his way with great care as indeed it was most necessary to do for the floor was strewn with strange forms stumbling over the legs and backs of which it would have been easy to break one's own when we halted brought up by a barrier of which i did not at first discern the nature Our lamps, as is sometimes the way of some such patent lamps. I think I've managed not to be libellous. We shall see. Suddenly went out. Jambray whispered hoarsely, What are you waiting for? Come on, Al Age, nunc est We saw before us a vast expanse, of which it was impossible to gauge the extent. So impenetrable, so overpowering, was the gloom of its blackness. It is the abode, says Jambray, mysteriously, of my rival Decolta. He himself, owing to his use of his swathings, was sufficiently décolleté. On the hither side was a row of luminaires de pied, which seemed afloat in the darkness, and in their centre a sudden chasm which looked as if it had been made by human agency. The fitful moonbeams— You've not mentioned them before. That's why I do now. Showed us a most curious and accurately shaped spur, or run-down, as it is called in the native dialect, which connected the floor on which we stood with the darkness beyond what mortal however hardy dared cross this quivering wavering bridge in the total darkness beneath our feet it swayed and leaped like rotten ice on the magic serpentine hush cried jambray it comes it comes be still even as he spoke we saw a long shaft of yellow light streaming from an unknown centre and searching out the recesses of the cavern be still as you value your liberty whispered jambray the bobe is on his beat then as the long shaft smote the swaying bridge he lightly crossed it and beckoned us to follow we obeyed and in another instant all was again darkness he has gone his round said jambret won't be back for hours End of chapter thirteen recording by bill mosley frelsberg texas u s a